and welcome to episode 81, the loud episode. Pardon? You'll have to pipe up. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's also the episode where the numbers look like an emoticon of a wide-eyed man or looking a, stunned. Or, or a fat <laughs> person and a thin person getting married. Nice, because that's very legal cute. these and, days. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to the Tory government. It's the one thing they've done for us. My name is Steve Hogarty. We don't introduce ourselves very often on the podcast anymore. We assume everyone knows who we are. What yes. a bunch of pricks. We yeah. assume that everyone Arrogant knows who we are. dickheads. Yeah. You only just started listening. Get on board, chaps. <laughs> don't start now. You've got a world of references that you won't get. <laughs> but I'm John Blythe. And I'm Gav Murphy. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. I should say... Update. Update. Update jingle. If you haven't listened to the last few episodes, you know that we're working on a on a, on a, on a newsletter project that we're sending out to a UKIP mailing list. That Some, possibly could be the end of regular features, yes. as we know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the doomsday feature. <laughs> but while we're aware that it has been a week in reader time, yeah. we are just recording this two days after the previous episode. Yeah. And because... Well, because we're lazy, we haven't actually finished writing the newsletter yet. So well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say lazy. If well, busy, that's busy. the word I mean. Busy. Yeah. You fuckers pay us a wage and we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should set up some kind of uh, Patreon. Oh. <laughs> that might work. I, no, it'd never work. It'd be a preposterous vanity. <laughs> cool. Well, let's do some features for absolutely free. Because we love you. I like a regular feature. You like a regular feature too. Regular regular feature too. Malfunction. Malfunction. So I'm not very well. Uh, it was touch and go for a while whether or not I would, I would I would live <laughs> uh, in time to do this podcast. Oh. Um, but and we were going to do it later with four. Then I said, can we do it earlier, guys, so I don't die? So we had to cut Matt out. Actually, I'm actually fine. I just didn't want Matt to be on the podcast. You did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, but yeah, I'm not very well. But I don't know what's wrong with me. Because Steve mentioned, on the way here, Steve was like, oh, have you taken any, any medication for it? But I was like, I don't really know what's wrong with me. So I can't take any medication until I know what's wrong with me. So I thought, what better way to find out and to strip off and let you two have a little prod around. Nice. Oh, I'm going to get right in there, all the nooks and crannies yeah. until you see what's wrong with me. I've got some uh, some calipers. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've, got, I've got a speculum. Speculum? <laughs> yeah, that's what you use to you open up an arsehole. Yeah, it's like a forceps for a bumhole. Forceps for a bumhole? That sounds like a... You've a got nice a speculum <laughs> to arsecumulate. Dude. <laughs> That's yeah. a good joke. You just yeah, spoke over it. What did he say? I no, your joke was good, log, but Gab spoke over oh. it. Oh, oh, so you talking that's about mine? Everyone expects oh, Gab to talk over yeah. you. It's part of his. Sorry, part of his, I, thought his about, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about my joke was good. I, I, I assumed that as well, and that's why I got a little bit prickly and defensive for oh, a while. Sorry, <laughs> but no, it, it was me. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, How but, about you be more professional? I'm falling apart in, in front of your eyes. <laughs> I tried to do a side hug on one earlier. I tried to give him a side hug to give support without getting in the way of his infectious breath. 
he, he, he twisted that straight into a front hug. I'm going to get this now. <laughs> he started grinding his dick against my thigh. And exhaling <laughs> oh. for 20 seconds. <laughs> Just into his ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the flies came out. It was like Candyman. Oh, no. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever used um, WebMD before? No, never have. It's no. a little bit American to me. I might get mm. diagnosed with something... I don't know. What's an American disease? Autism. Macaroni. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese disease. <laughs> you don't want that. Um, I've, n- I've never used it because, I don't know, I don't really get that ill other than colds. I know what's wrong with me if I got a cold. got a cold. Um, but, cold. Uh, Hang on. But we have NHS Direct here where what? you can actually tell them your symptoms and they'll say what's wrong with you. What's NHS Direct? You, just, you, thought you find up the NHS and they say, I've got this wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Oh, I'm not going to ring them. They're, I want to speak to someone. But don't phone them with toothache, because on the third time they say, you really should get a dentist, Mr. Blythe. Stop phoning us with emergency toothaches, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, but it hurts. <laughs> Can you just send someone round? And then an ambulance. <laughs> Is this a number for an ambulance? No, Mr. Blythe. Stop fucking ringing us. <laughs> Can you talk? You seem nice. <laughs> Put the other one back on. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've, I've, a friend of mine is a doctor. Fucking hates WebMD because she says that people just come in all the time with like, oh, uh, I typed my symptoms in the internet, so I know what's wrong with me. She's like, why the fuck are you here then? Mm. Um, but well, when you log on to WebMD, which I've never used before. To, the, to their symptom checker it says now save your symptoms get detailed health information and even print out a report for your doctor I bet they hate that oh uh, show up with a fucking web yeah. MD report exactly like S- especially if it comes up with some fucking really fringe house diagnosis yeah exactly because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing like people are really into those shows aren't they so and like people are mental as well and like quite often if I'm watching something I will start to think I've got that. Mm. Like, I, when I saw 50-50, um, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt film about uh, where he gets back cancer, and, like, every... Back sort of, cancer? Yeah, he's got okay. something, something on his spine. Um, Not bat cancer. Bat cancer. <laughs> bitten by a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dracula is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he gets back cancer. So, and so, like, it shows him out with his mates and running and stuff. Then his back hurts. And he's like, ooh, ooh, I must go to the doctor. And then he goes to the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, dude, you've got back cancer. Um, but every time my back hurt for ages after watching 50-50, I was like, back cancer. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Um, From the coccyx to the nape of your neck, you've got <laughs> spine cancer top to bottom. <laughs> it's riddled. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so I guess if people are watching House and stuff like that, they're just like, oh, yeah, I've definitely got what that guy is. Guy's got. I wonder if, like, doc- doctors must get pe- idiots going in mm. and saying that. And I'm going to do that with WebMD. I'm going to see what's wrong with me, then go in and tell doctor that that's what's wrong with me. I bet WebMD is owned by the pharmaceutical Ooh. companies trying to shift Ooh. drugs oh. to people. That oh, like, so, like Big Pharma, yeah? Big Pharma. I bet it's definitely Big Pharma. And they, they keep telling you, oh, you've got this disease and you have mm. to buy this kind of drug <gasps> to fix it. Uh, let's see if that happens now. So yeah. start now. Here we go. Here we go. What are the questions? I'll, I shall read them out as they appear in front of me. I mean, it's good that you're doing this live. It's authentic rather than sounding professional to the reader. You've done it at maybe. <laughs> well, I thought because I could have your, I could have your help. I'm you? not being so, mean, yeah, Gav. Right. I'm just touching your forearm. I don't now. need that. Does it bother you? No, Does it bother really. you? I'm is your forearm you. hot? Is that one of yeah. the symptoms? That is one of the things. So it comes up 
Uh, I'm. I've got to put my age. I've done that. And now I'm submitting. I've got to click on the body. Lady never tells. But this is. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like I'm just sweating loads, so I don't really know which part. Just click but on sweating loads. Sweat. I got. What about under the arms? Can I click on that? Oh, uh, are you picking a location on your body where the symptoms. Yeah, are? armpit. Here we go. I click on armpit. Here we go. He's do, got bleeding armpits. Is do what I the have? Oh. Ble- but this is the best thing. You can add them. You can be like loads. So I can you can loads stack down. them like yeah. buffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can you stack bleeding armpits before you're just lacerated to hell? <laughs> Excessive sweating. There we go. Excessive sweat. Ooh, there's another question. Excessive sweat and brought on or made worse by emotional stress? Are you emotionally stressed? I think so. Then no. (laughs) You'd know if you were, Gav. I guess so, yeah. That makes sense. I'm going to say none of the above. Although I did... never had an emotion. (laughs) It's all just bants. There's no, no, like, other bants. (laughs) Excessive sweat and brought on by bants. (laughs) But I did think, oh, okay, well, I've got loads of work this week, so maybe... Does that count as emotional stress? Like being... professional stress. (laughs) But is it... Because you click on armpits. Yeah. You get sweating where you sweat a lot from your armpits. Yeah. And it's like... It's a sort of a normal sweat, but they also get ill sweats where it's like you feel like your it's entire body sheet. is That's like what I've a, got. That's what I've got. You're clammy and your cold sweats. That's what I've got. I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in an armpit, that's the thing. But I don't know what to, you can't just click on skin. Full body. Full body sweats. Full that's body what sweat. I've got. Back for you. Let's go back. No, zoom out. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh no. he's got his bum out on the diagram. Oh, click sweaty. on the bum. Choose a bum thing. Let's see what was wrong with his bum. Buttock Pick, or hip? Choose the, anus, choose the anus and tell it you're, nah, you you're doing big wet plops. Oh, here we go. <laughs> buttock symptoms. Black tar-coloured stools. Oh, those just don't come out your buttocks. <laughs> well, that's all smeared over your buttocks. That's the symptom. <laughs> I, did, I did have, a, like, a really bad, horrible poo. So let's see what I... Oh, no. Bulging veins. What, on the bum? Mm, changing stools. Yeah. Well, transforming Changing before your stories. eyes. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Lewis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had a change in my stools and excessive. Oh, it's remembered that I put excessive sweating down earlier as well. This is good. S- sweaty stools. Sweaty Ooh. stools. Oh fuck, this is not good. Sweaty buttocks and wet stools. I can't imagine a poo leaving your body with less resistance. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite good actually. So it's got it, it ranks them then. So I put excessive sweat in. Black tar-coloured stools, <laughs> changing stools as well. So I put all. I put all. But the these stools. are your actual symptoms. Uh, maybe not the black tar one. I'll take care of that because okay. it's silly, isn't it? But definitely a change in stools, as in there's lots of it <laughs> coming out of me. That's Ooh, a change right nice. now. My stools change from stool to stool. Sometimes really. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes you want. I want it to rhyme. It, it sounds like you're, you're going into a lyric here. My stools change from time to time. Sometimes big and sometimes mine. <laughs> some big, some small, but they all are mine. <laughs> I've got some possible conditions, guys. Already? Oh, yeah. Here, here we, we go. go. I think I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that one. <laughs> no, you'll get sweaty from milk. 
don't know. Who's ever been sweaty I, from I've, milk? I've never had, I haven't had any milk today, except in tea. Did that count? Excuse me, my, my ex went out with a guy four years, never stopped having a sweaty bum crack for, throughout the whole relationship, gave up milk, and he said, oh, I can poo normal now. Did he, I did thought, he give oh, it? Brilliant. It was nice to know you during your long, wet, shitty, wet <laughs> arsehole phase. Oh. Grotesque. Grotesque. Thanks. Yes. Four years of my life. <laughs> of your life? It was someone who you. I dated him for four years. Wow. I thought it was a friend who was dating him. No. That's me. not relevant at all. But that's. Wow. That's horrible. As Gaiman, do you. Do you have to wash down there more? Like down your bum? Well, it's nice to wash down there anyway, I think. Yeah, no, you but... You don't want to just, like, fucking stained tar-coloured buttocks from, <laughs> from your changing stool. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do, you, do you find... You don't know, do you? Because you're not straight. But, I mean, I find that... I, I mean, I don't, I'm not really aware of, like, the bum having to be that clean other than, you know, showering in the mornings. Well, maybe just take care of it in the same way the gym. you... Sorry. Take care of it in the same way you would... Under your foreskin, if you yeah. think you're going to have sex. Okay. What would happen? I so mean, I'm not saying anyone should have a normal penile hygiene routine, but just before you know you're going to have sex, just get a toothbrush, toothbrush and frantically rub at the skin between your foreskin. Well, this, and is I'm, this is what I'm saying, though. <laughs> but, like, do you? What am I saying? <laughs> yes, Gabby, wash your bum before you have bum sex. Yes, that is the answer. But what to the if question. it's like? What if it's like sp- like very spontaneous sex? Like, well, then they get everything they deserve. Okay, this is this is what I'm asking because, like, if you have a spontaneous sex with a lady, like, I mean, if my penis is dirty, she's not really gonna know about it because she's not gonna really see it unless she's putting it anywhere near her face. Well, and if, if it was if dirty, you, if, if you if you if, you, if it's dirty and she's looking like she's gonna go down there, I'd stop it. You say you, you just like I just want to kiss you, baby. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. those eyes on my eyes. That's what I would do. I would <laughs> I would just not I would just not let that I happen. You, well, you would slowly wipe it against her dress. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's not looking to get a tea towel. Fuck! Fuck! Got any wet wipes? No, but like, yeah, I would just steer. I would just steer the situation away from that. Whereas, if you have got a messy ass, you can't really do that because they're going to see it. Or if you say, "Oh no, let's not do that. Let's just do front stuff," and then they would smell your bum as well. Um, I think I. I, I just have uh, <laughs> just like, try and watch naturally like high, uh, high maybe because of the fear of spontaneous sex or maybe just because fear of spontaneous sex that's on this <laughs> that's what I've got <laughs> but I, I think as a matter of my normal hygiene routine would be to wash under the foreskin yeah just anyway not if I, if I think I'm going to have sex yeah and to wash around the, the bum to make sure that there's no yeah, have a poo pop, on it. Pop a little finger in there in the shower as well. Just work know, a like. fingertip in. Yeah, <laughs> up to the first knuckle. That's all you need. Up to the knuck. <laughs> the knuck knucks. <laughs> Time for your knuck knuck, Mister Anus. <laughs> you like it, you. <laughs> you Ooh, like you're knuck, naughty, knuck, don't you? <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I can't see you. You know I can't see you, but I can know you're looking at me. <laughs> but yes. Um, this says I have gastroenteritis. That sounds like a real thing. Mm, I've heard that before. On stomach e- flu, or... gastric flu, stomach vi- virus, traveller's diarrhea. I did go to Buxton. 
I'm Gandalf, and I put a spell on you because you're mine. The mines of Moria, that is. <laughs> Regular features. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve sat sitting across the table from a really crazy Starbucks bag lady. I thought you were talking about me. I thought you were going to do me. You're going to lie feature. I have a sitting across the table from me now, but this happened <laughs> earlier yesterday. Yeah. And... Uh, it was just a very strange experience that I had. I, I come across a lot of... Because I work from home. Yeah. So I often go to uh, Starbucks to work from not home yeah. for a while to get out of my flat. Do you ever shout across the tables as though they're sort of like work colleagues? <laughs> I would you ever have bands with them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would love have you seen this fucking video? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> to spin backwards on my chair and, and start like actioning things and... <laughs> Sending it out the flagpole and see yeah. who salutes. Oh, and I'll need that. I'll need that in my intro by about 2 p.m., Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking listening? Good girl. She's a good girl. It's been a while since I've worked in an office, but that is how exactly how I remember it to be. That was PC Zone, wasn't it, really? That's, yeah. how, that's how we run shit. <laughs> Sandra, we're all quite cockney as well. <laughs> Thing is, like, you've, I've heard stories about, like, why don't you find a better coffee shop? Because there's some of the stories you say about this place, it sounds fucking insane. Uh, yeah, it's like, so it's in the area that I live now. Yeah. There I, I have not been able to find a nice coffee really? shop that's not Starbucks. What about a pub though? With a what with Wi-Fi? I guess yeah, I could go to a pub but then I You'll drink. I would just booze and yeah. I'd be smashed by one o'clock in the afternoon every single day. <laughs> I I did this there was a pub that sold coffee and I had two coffees thought I don't want another coffee. I'll have a wine. Yeah. <laughs> eight bottles of wine <laughs> I do not want your fucking wine give me some Sambuca <laughs> gotta get this feature done by I, four I can't, go back. I can't go back to coffee that would be a retrograde step Sambuca please <laughs> but yeah I, I encounter so many weird people there yeah. like there's so many like people minding children like okay. I think they're child minders because <clears throat> they don't seem to be <laughs> By definition, I think they are. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, they're not the the kids' mothers. How do you know? Uh, just well, maybe they are, and they're really shit mums. Okay. Like so, they rock up to the counter. One of the kids is screaming, "Like, I want a frappuccino!" How old is like, Where's my? Like, they, they're about like seven or eight years old, and they're fucking shouting at their parents for. I would kick shit out of that kid. Yeah. I would have. I would be beaten around if yeah. I ever spoke to my parents like that. And rather than saying, "Oh, you'll you, you'll have your frappuccino when it's ready," they're fawning and apologising to their children. Like, yes, I'm sorry. It's just the baristas here. They're just very inefficient, darling. What the? F- I, what, I don't know what a frappuccino is. Are kids allowed to have it's frappuccinos? Like a, it's, like a, it's like you get the. Um, is it the baby chino? So oh, they wouldn't. Uh, baby chinos no would ask for a baby chino. Even though, younger ones. So you can get frappuccinos without any coffee in it. Right, okay. Um, and that's, what's, the, what's the point of it? It's, it's basically like a milkshake. Oh, okay. I want that. Um, <laughs> you change your tune. <laughs> yeah, these kids seem to know what they want. And, uh, I like that. I'm on their side. <laughs> but yeah, I would A, not get my frappuccino if I shouted at where is my frappuccino. 100%, yeah. And B, be beaten in public. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead, these kids just fucking 
march around the place, scooting up and down on scooters. I'm, I'm really angry now. I'd, I'm very tempted to just fucking drop kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Off the one steeler scooter. Yeah. Fuck you! So <laughs> Today is the day, Steve. I think it's the first time I've heard you, a man in your 20s, say... I was beaten as a child, and it didn't do me any harm. <laughs> well done. You just advanced straight to a 50-year-old major writing <laughs> the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> Apart from wanting to drop kick children, well, it hasn't had any effect on me whatsoever. Especially kids who look exactly like me and seem to be having a good time. <laughs> so there's people like that, and there's also um, mums with big prams who are holding a coffee in one hand and holding the pram in the other hand. So naturally, they've lost most of the control of the pram. Yeah. They mm. can't really maneuver it very well. And the Starbucks has tables and chairs, and they want to get to the back of the Starbucks. And so they're pushing their pram through <sighs> these the chairs, bumping into every chair. And rather than asking anyone to... Uh, would they mind moving a chair? Yeah. They just keep pushing it. Pram. I won't even put the fucking coffee down and go and move things out of the way so they can get their pram through. They just push and just look increasingly angry at everyone for not pulling chairs out of the way. Eventually someone stands up and and moves the chair out of the way. And And I bet she just gasps at it. And then just squeezes her pram through. I hate you. And the kids are fucking screaming and everything. Because, I mean, as as a culture, a lot of mothers that is what they do they go for coffee with other mothers and stuff like that like yeah and, and, that's and sort of the, the area that's yeah. that I mean there's a lot of um, uh, work at home mums yeah who, and you uh, can imagine how if you you're know, essentially a work at home mum without yeah. a child yeah so you could probably be mates with them exactly yeah well <laughs> I don't want to be friends with any of them because they all seem like awful people <laughs> but that's how you change it you can, <laughs> you can get to inside. be friends with them and then be like hey guys how about you? We like maybe try something next week where we all try not to be massive cunts all week. <laughs> <laughs> like, hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe there's something you could do with your kids to stop it being such a little shithole. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. I, don't, I don't know. Discipline's a dirty word <laughs> yeah. in this day and age. Don't tell me about it. And they're just like, well, shut up, Steve. When are you going to bring a fucking kid? This is getting <laughs> weird. Maybe don't fulfill their every whim and <laughs> buy them expensive <clears throat> coffee based drinks when yeah. they're five years old. Um, there was. The, the last person I'll mention um, before I get on to the, the person who changed my opinion of strangers in, in Starbucks was the, the, the woman who was on her laptop on the phone at the same time. The man across from her had a cup of water and he'd gotten up, I think, to go get his coffee or something, but he was away from the table. She got frustrated about something on the phone and fidgeted her laptop in a really agitated way, knocked the man's cup of water over onto his chair where he'd kept his jacket and spilled water everywhere. And she knew she'd done it. but Definitely knew she'd done it. Yeah, she looked right at it. Oh, fuck. She pretended that it hadn't happened. The man sitting next to her said, oh, you know, you've you've just spilled water. And she just looked at it, said nothing, went back to her laptop. (gasps) Oh! The guy what? came back, saw that his jacket was soaking, sort of looked around going, what's... Who the fuck did this? What's happened? Like, yeah. he, he didn't say anything. Like, it was, it was like, dry when I got up, and now <laughs> yeah. it is not dry. And I was like, oh, I, the woman has to say, I'm, I'm really sorry I spilled water on it. Or the man should at least say, 
she just spilled water all over your jacket. That's what's happened. Oh, or, no one likes the grass. <laughs> yeah. But then I was thinking, if they don't say anything, I'm going to jump up and say something because this is injustice unfolding before my eyes. And it's- How long is going on? Like, so the dude's come back. He's looked at his chair, gone, fuck, that wasn't like that when I left. It was, it was about a minute had passed. But then I think, because I, I didn't say anything eventually. So yeah. it's like, I just can't, I can't get involved in this. It's not my fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have. I I'd like to say that I would have. I've never been in that situation. So. Would you? Justice is every man's fight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think fucking, I don't know. Do you think Aquaman would have sat there and watched? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aquaman could have solved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's true. Um, so yeah, that just annoyed that's me. That's horrible. Yeah. Why? That's a, a, what happened. Is there a? Is there's, there's no? A, there's happy not ending a nice to that. Yeah, and the worst thing must be that you, after all those other dominoes of justice failed to fall into a satisfying conclusion. <laughs> How bad did you, you feel? were there, untoppled. You were you were a part of the problem. Someone would probably look at me, going, "Why isn't he say anything?" It's like, <laughs> yeah. Who's who? How many people must stare at this man with a damp yeah, coat? How deep does this rabbit hole go? <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday, and nothing. So nothing. Nothing. You just went. Oh, great. Well, now my coat's wet. That's what I yeah. deal with now. You just put it on another chair and go. I guess I'm just going to sit here <laughs> with a damp coat. What oh, a gosh. bitch! Yeah. You should take pictures of these people. I think I might. Because I, yeah, that's that's what we need. Someone yeah. taking making a tumbler, a, t- a tumbler of it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Enno- enough people are being pricks in this coffee house that you could start. Because um, this must be happening everywhere. I assume it's, I assume people who go to coffee houses are, are pricks. So because of all the information you've given me, hmm. um, so people who hang out with their friends in coffee places. No, that's not right. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's, not right. That's, that's quite a broad. People question. who like people who work at home and then just go to coffee houses to work, like the, no, the, like, some oh, of those guys uh, <laughs> are okay. <laughs> um, to work quietly mothers. and politely. <laughs> All mothers are cunts. It's mothers. Mothers yeah. and business I don't women. Like, I don't like mums. Mothers, whether you choose to bring up a family or have a career as a woman. You're a cunt. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Because I don't agree with that, even though you can isolate that audio and make it sound like I do agree with it. <laughs> it sounds like there's enough going on in this style. It's like fucking rear window. Like, you should be taking pictures with your long lens. <laughs> of like Jimmy Stewart. Like, uh, do something, I think. Maybe I will. I Because yeah. did you feel bad after for a while gone, oh, fuck. Because right, I didn't just, give a man a paper the other day on the tube and he looked at it and I, I was just carried on listening to my headphones and I, and I thought, oh, I wonder if that man wanted the paper. I was thinking about that for about four days after that happened. It really did upset me to the point where I was like, I can't go back to this Starbucks anymore because it's like... <laughs> The people that I said, uh, so I just... firebombed it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can ever come back to this Starbucks. Um, it's like the Amityville house; like no one should live here. <laughs> I just can't help thinking in situations like that that you are being watched, and someone will reward you if you do step up. If you do say, "I'm sorry," I can't help but notice yeah. that I could make the world a little bit better here. Then someone will walk in and say, "Congratulations." Yeah, you now get to live in a, a, a nicer world. Yeah, mm. and they'll give you a little little silver pass card. That'll let you you'll start you'll begin to start noticing silver keypads on doorways, and it's just let you into nicer versions of everywhere. Yeah, oh, nice. It'd be awesome if they were like, "Thank you so much, Steve. Like, I'm 89 years old. I've been running this simulation for 70 years. Yeah, you're the first person that's that stopped this coat mess from happening." 
This is the you've, you've broken the loop. Five hundred and seventh yeah. time we've lived the year twenty fourteen. <laughs> And waiting for someone like you. Waiting for the chosen one. <laughs> and then Fuck! She just, she just turns into numbers and shoots into the sky. <laughs> Forget, absolutely forgetting me. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving me behind. It's like, okay. <laughs> Shit, what if that is true? So yesterday I went to Starbucks and I sat down across from, um, in my peripheral vision, my brain identified uh, the person as an elderly man or woman wearing a, a heavy coat. I didn't pay much heed to them. I sat down and started working on my laptop and then noticed that they were, um, they had a, p- a piece of paper and they were scribbling a lot. And I looked up and it was evident that uh, the person was a, a homeless person. Still quite androgynous. I, I couldn't tell if it was a, a man or a woman, but maybe in the... 60s oh no quite it, elderly does it can start to converge in that age can't it especially when you're you're weathered you're very mm, yeah. weathered and and have unkempt hair okay so and it's a spectrum anyway it can happen at any age yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> open-minded here <laughs> um but i just became like really fascinated by what she was doing yeah like she was drawing something on the paper and then immediately rubbing it out okay. and drawing again and rubbing it out same Not, thing um well, i started looking and it seemed to be different things every time so the first time i looked it looked like a line drawing like a is it dave shrigley oh yeah okay yeah, yeah uh like it looked like that art style almost so uh, quite a crude line drawings that yeah crude line drawing of a of a chair um and as soon as it was finished she rubbed the whole thing out, not because she'd made a mistake, but just because she'd finished drawing it. Oh wow! She had a, like a, a, a small stack of of what looked like, like recycled paper that was quite worn. Aww. So she was doing this over and over again, and it. <laughs> I, I just started <clears throat> staring at her drawing until she stood up very suddenly and knocked the lid off her coffee, and the lid landed on my laptop, and I jumped so hard <laughs> I thought she was coming to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at, boy? <laughs> so, I didn't see any of your drawings. Don't kill me. I thought that chair was really good. Wow, that's a great <laughs> opening gambit for a violent attack, just flipping a lid onto your laptop. <laughs> yeah. It really shows some skill that you wouldn't expect a homeless woman to have. Yeah. So they, she eventually got up and moved to the seat adjacent to me. As if she was speed dating you. Oh, whoa! <laughs> speed dating isn't two single people in a room with lots of tables constantly moving around until they sit together. <laughs> it's almost that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that sort of redeemed my faith in in meeting interesting people in Starbucks. I'd much okay. rather sit next to uh, people with mental disabilities than. Mums with babies. Did you not lean over and say, nice chair you just rubbed out? Or anything like that? Well, she went, thank you. I've been waiting 70 years for somebody to do that. And then she shot she, 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 <laughs> <laughs> she turned into numbers. And <laughs> it was a bit like... <laughs> she was, at first, I thought, oh, she's like the... You just completed the world. Home Alone Day two. by day. She's like the Home Alone 2. The bird lady. Bird lady. Like... <clears throat> heart of gold yeah but then she was 
muttering swear words under her breath. <laughs> She's like, you're not like that home alone too lady at all. <laughs> so I didn't want to talk to her. <laughs> My name is Bob Dylan. And this is a little feature that I just cooked up. Come on, join in. It's my feature. There you go. It's a new jingle recording live. It's a script. I've got no introduction to it. Basically, today I've been writing what amounts to a an article for OXM about why I don't like OTA developers. I do like them. That's the problem. I, I like, they tend to be quite charismatic people, quite charming, and you talk to them and they seem very clever. Well, we sort of need it, I think, as well. Like, when you sit there, uh, like, if you sit across from, like, Ken Levine and interview him, or, and then, like, you know... Oh, he's compelling, isn't and he? And every time that he does something, everyone's like, ooh, I'll take, I'll take notice of this. Like, yeah, I, I, I like... We have very few... I like the fact that I've always hated rock stars as well. I think, how gives you the right to behave like that? <clears throat> but then again, what do I want? A world where everyone is just absolutely fucking shit dull. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. There's a, of course I hate arrogant cunts, but arrogant cunts who are like 5,000 miles away and I only ever read about them. I choose to read about them. And write about them and base yeah. your career around them. I, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Otherwise yeah. they have no effect on your life. Well, yeah. that's, this is where I think I'm ending up going with the article, but because my head is so full of that, that is the script I have wrote about a team of OTA developers who live together in space. In space, you say? Space, yes. It's the number one go-to place that you can put before any other word and make it instantly funny. Mm. Say, for example... Space Northampton. Oh, there you go. What would that be like? Shortcut to comedy. Same <laughs> goes for horse whimsy, which I... Yes, but have you ever conceived of space horse whimsy? Oh, my God, space horse. <laughs> Suddenly, we've gone full circle. We're back into funny whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> so, yes, you've got a script around you. And... Hey, Steve. Where's mine? Give me a script. There you go. I wrote this. When he first showed it to me, it had two pages. Yeah, I first showed this to Gav about 10 minutes before the podcast. And now then it's you got turned 73 up. pages. It's nothing short. This is a 90 minute. Of an epic. It's the Mahabharat of um, auteur developer sitcoms. It's called Video Game Developers Auteur Squad Assemble. Yeah. Who wants to be Ken Levine? I can't really do a good American accent. I'll be Ken Levine. Cool. Who wants to be Suda51? Do you be Suda fifty one? Gav, is he racist? That, that issue is approached, but you'd be surprised at the sensitive angle at which I come from it. Mm. <laughs> I was it. Do I have to do it in an Asian accent? Do what you want. Maybe no, don't play on me. Maybe you'll realise what accent you're supposed to do when you when you read your first line, Gav. Okay, good. And I'll be Peter Molyneux. Excellent. Ken Levine sits topless in the furnace room of the Oter Squad jet plane. He is shoveling coal into the furnace whilst reading a book. Speaking as Ken Levine, creator of the legendary Bioshock series, as well as System Shock and Thief and lots of other games you can see on my Wikipedia page, 
along with many photos of my masculine jawline. I am pooped. Haha, <laughs> Indiana Jones, you do big plop on dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, log. <laughs> Thing is now, by saying, by, yeah, by saying before, oh, Gab, why are you reading out in the voice you think it should be read out in? <laughs> that's just, that's how Suda 51s speak. <clears throat> oh, Suda 51. Here I am, busy single-handedly fueling the creativity engine on this interstellar vessel, and all you can do is talk about plops and whatnot. Piss on my ass, you ride a smelly horse. (laughs) Oh, it's so much more racist when it's read out. (laughs) Ha, I can't stay angry at you, Suda51. Let's see what Peter Molyneux cooked us for dinner. They go into the kitchen. What for dinner? Dreams and empathy and shit, I bet. Ha, yeah, Suda51. I bet it's a wildly aspirational dish that can only disappoint because Peter Molyneux was cooking it. Am I right, everyone? It's bird's eye potato waffles and beans. Does each bean represent a life-changing decision that'll have profound consequences in the game world, Peter? Is the tomato sauce the infinite potential of the soaring human spirit? Oh, fuck you, Levine. At least I give players a choice instead of relentlessly hammering home that choice is an illusion. Like you're the first prick to ever think of it. Like it's not the first thought that everyone has when they're building a game. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to limit the options open to my player. Like it hasn't occurred to all of us, Levine. But we're just too cool to say it. Waffles are nice. Fuck you with your relentlessly binary morality choices, you naive British tit wallop for an inch of credit. Oh, just choke on an audio log, you spunky blood fart. Go and tell the press how excited you are about the clouds in your head, you chicken fucking dong slot. This is just trucker pussy porn. Pals. <laughs> yeah, pussy pals now. It's, it's the male pussy pals. <laughs> with a little bit of video game commentary in there. <laughs> I did a game where the checkpoints were a pile of demon shit. You can jam your white wangs into my taint. Wait a minute. I've lost my voice. Wait a minute. What's that? We're being boarded by journalists. Otter visionary developer squad assemble. Meow. That's right. (laughs) That's just what Zuda51 would say. (laughs) This is me doing my journalist voice now. Is there a minibar in this spaceship? How many guns do you reckon this spaceship has got? Well, I've got really bad jet lag. Can I have some wine, please? I remember when press trips used to be proper jollies. Oh, fuck, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Engage procedures! Stop right there, journalists. I, Ken Levine, stand before you. Ooh, isn't he muscular? Oh, God, he's totally dreamy. Oh, what a look, he's carrying a book. He's ever so clever. Journalists, I'm immensely excited to see you here in our vessel and hope one day that humanity invents a language in which I can convey the full scope of my ambitions. Well, he seems sincere. Yeah, he couldn't be that passionate unless he knew something we don't. I'm not going to say anything now, but when I get home, I'm going to write something really bitchy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, that's Suda51. He just blew a raspberry. Perhaps that's what they do in Japan. Yeah, guys, don't be fucking racist. Let's just leave this vessel and write 4,000-word think pieces about how cool they are because we kind of want a job making games instead of feeling like absolute cunts writing about them. (laughs) 
Ken Levine, your body and intelligence just saved the day. Nonsense piss, it was your soul. No, Suda, it was the racist stereotype of the inscrutable yellow man that really won the day. <laughs> I love you guys. Let's fuck in space forever. Piss in my ass. <laughs> yeah, mate, you, you might want to work on that catchphrase. <laughs> Edit. Goodness. Send. <laughs> who, who, Send is is in who's is, who's in charge? Who's in charge? Molyneux is being bombarded <laughs> with WAV files from us. Who, who's in charge of the Games Media Awards this year? Because that is an award win. What about that? What's that thing that the writers and some videos people get? Like, is it that some... like the best award? Yeah. For, yeah. That's the one that we want, isn't it? No, no, no. The one that people are like, people are like oh, so-and-so has just been nominated for the best writing. What the fuck is that? Games writing? Oh, the games journalist thing. Where games it's all journalist about worthy thing. Writing. Yeah. Should we just send them this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bit where Suda51 says, piss like, my oh, ass. I, I, I've, I've written. <laughs> yeah, so where do we pick up our fucking award and shit? Yep. We are now officially a games podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, everyone else. We're, we're, we're here to hoover up the GMAs. You guys have been fucking sleeping on the job. Now we've marched into town. Get your shit together because we're wrapping this bitch. B. Yes, we're and we're coming here from a strictly non-politically correct angle, which I think the the most of the gamers will enjoy. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for listening to that. Yeah, thanks for thanks for being so loyal that you made it through that. Thank you for making it through this especially loud episode of Regular Features. Episode 81! The loud episode! Come on, Gav, shout! I can't. I don't, do have, it. I don't have it in me. Just my, do just My do sweats. Ah, bye. Oh, that's just high pitch. Oh, I got nothing in me. I got nothing left. Fucking oh. Buzzkill Murphy. I've got gastroenteritis. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it kills you.